ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. And we are one week out from Elimination Chamber, so we have to get into the predictions. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all that, if you're listening to us for the first time, thank you for listening. Um, If you're returning, thank you for showing up every week. And for those who don't know, Duke, tell them where they can find us. Sounds like a plan. So as you guys should already know, you can find us on all types of social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on Facebook, The Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, Instagram, at The Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, and Dangerous Jobber, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, you probably find us on MySpace, too, if you look hard enough. <laughs> but anywhere you can listen to a podcast or anywhere that has social media, you can find us on them platforms. And last but not least, you can find us at the thedangerousjobberswebsite.com. Yes, sir. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't just do weekly reviews. So if you guys want to get started with um, some pods that aren't just about what happened that week, we do have a lot of special editions. And uh, I disagrees, unpopular opinions. Um, we just created a new game called uh, Push Developmental and Fire, mm-hmm. where we take three superstars and decide their fate in our business from our perspective and give a reasoning why. And it's very interesting. And we got to do another one of those. Yeah, that that's for damn certain. All right. Without further ado, let's get into the card. Or before we get into the card, there is a match that we feel is coming that hasn't been determined yet. So let's knock that one out mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the real card. Yep. So the speculation match is between damage control, Becky Lynch, Lita, and someone that is to be announced. But the rumors are saying that it could be Trish Stratus and they are going to be in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So think of the pop. Yeah. What are your thoughts, dude? Who comes out a winner? Well, first things first, I think it makes sense, um, considering that they're going to be in Canada, in Montreal. So you got to milk everything you can out of it to to get the event to sell out, to get the most pop that you can get. And having Trish come up is the perfect case scenario, especially if they're planning on doing this uh, six woman tag match. So I have no complaints about the match. I think it's a perfect match. You have arguably one of the best women of the last five years with Becky Lynch teaming up with two of the best legends of all time with Lita and Trish against the only woman faction in damage control. So me personally, I think the match makes sense. I think they should make it happen. As far as picking a winner goes, you know, hometown people don't usually get the wins. So I'm going to go damage control takes the victory here. Interesting. You know, it does feel like a team thrown together for like the shield, like they used to do. Mm-hmm. They used to just throw four amazing people together that aren't actually a team, but are like on a common goal to destroy the shield for the shield to just beat for a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> It does feel kind of like that. Like, we just pulled them out for WrestleMania season. Easy dub for damage control. 
Becky doesn't lose any steam. But I could easily see it being the other way around. I mean, it is a new era. So maybe they'll get that hometown pop, but you never know. But I'm excited to see it. I do think, and we talked a little before recording about this, they should take the whole cage match thing that's been so significant with them Mm -hmm. and put that into play in the six-woman tag match and have it be uh, a six-man tag elimination chamber match. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind that because then it'll kind of give it, um, what's the word? Uh, It'll kind of give it like a war games kind of feel. And like it starts with one person from each team. And then, I don't know, a damage control person comes out first. And then, I don't know, you bring out one of the legends next, then another Mm. damage. Like it'll kind of give it that kind of feel. And then they've been, like you said, they've been doing the whole cage match aspect, building around it. You already got a chamber built, so you might as well just, before you have the tag match, somebody just says, hey, lower the chamber. Mm -hmm. I would love that. I would love that. And I think um, I picture my first two being Lita and Dakota Kai and leaving the captains to come out last. I think they'd be two good starters. But let me, yeah, let me not I, get in I think that. I, I think that'd be a good one. Let me not get into too much fantasy booking. Okay, so one of the first matches on the card is Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn and Rhea Ripley, Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we feeling? Is this an easy dub for Edge? Is this did they end it here? Are they really taking this to WrestleMania? Like, what's going on, man? Because I'm a little lost myself on where they go from here because I actually have a crazy theory I'll throw out at the end. I think this does go to Mania, but I think this goes to Mania only for Edge and only for Edge and Finn. Okay. Because I think. With two nights of Mania, you got to get as many matches as you can, as many feuds going as you can. And this is a perfect pickup on a feud that was already there. So I think for this match, it's going to be Finn and Rhea getting the victory because you got to give Rhea some momentum going into Mania. You can't have her take the L on the pay-per-view beforehand. So I say Finn and Rhea take the victory here. Rhea gets her momentum going into WrestleMania. And then it sets up another another match with Edge and Finn. And mm. then I think come WrestleMania, Edge will get the victory in that match at Mania. So okay. for, for the Chamber, I'm going Rhea and Finn to get the win. And then at Mania, Edge gets the W. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Because they got to drop this down to two people. Okay. So I have a bigger theory. Okay. That I'm just going to toss out there for a little bit before we move on to the next match. So not really about Edge, but more about the conclusion of the Dominic Mysterio story. Since Dominic is conveniently left off the card. Conveniently. Conveniently. I have a theory that It will be the whole Dominic story will end in uh, probably in an eight man tag. Um, Which sounds corny, right? 
or at least before it'll okay it'll be ray versus dom but the build <clears throat> will be kind of a four on four okay wild theory let me just ride this out hear me out here so mm -hmm. <clears throat> if they can end this thing with edge and <clears throat> edge and beth at elimination chamber i would suggest that charlotte be the cause of it <clears throat> charlotte charlotte does something to take out Rhea that ultimately would impact um the advantage and have edge and beth beat finn and Rhea because it's not really an l for Rhea because it's Charlotte's fault and that builds to their match at Mania. Okay. But it gives Finn ammunition to want to get Edge one more time if they decide to go that way. But if they can just end it there and have Edge win and well, and, and move on to another thing, that's how I would do it. Have Charlotte take out Rhea, Edge and Beth win, and it's, it's done with. And then I believe... At some point in that match, Ray should go after Dom. Okay. I feel like there should be some, you know, one of those interactions they fucking have. And Ray will take out, I mean, Dom will take out Ray. And then Ray will show up later that night, furious. And that's his son's ass. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like. That'll be the final straw for Ray, and Ray will show up on Raw. Um, probably get beat up, and then they'll come to SmackDown, and Legato Del Fantasma will come to Ray's rescue, and Ray will have Legato Del Fantasma backing him in the war to get to his son at WrestleMania. Yeah, because He'll of what have his own army. Because of what are you talking about? Because of what happened backstage at the end I, of uh... and, oh, so you saw it too. Yeah, okay. All right, tell me that it means something. So, so guys, they wouldn't, it's not on TV. They didn't show it on TV. I don't know why, because it's a very pivotal, it has the potential to be a very pivotal turning point in their story. Mm -hmm. But um, my guy, um, uh, 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 what's his name? In Santos. WWE? Santos Escobar. Mm -hmm. um, formerly known as King Crano in Lucha Underground. He presents Ray with his mask as, as a huge sign of respect. And Ray, in turn, and, and it feels first of all, he gives a speech because he's he's a he's a he's a generational wrestler. He's one of them. Yeah, he's wrestling royalty too. So he tells the story of his dad um, encountering a young Ray Mysterio and telling him early that this guy is going to do big things in this business. And it made Ray kind of an idol to him. And he always wanted Ray's legacy. But he realizes now that um, he has to make his own, but he respects Ray's legacy, even though he wants to achieve more, even though he wants to be, you know, the ambassador of, of Lucha. 
he respects what Ray has done and who Ray is to this business. Yeah. And as a sign of respect, he presents him with his mask. And Ray takes it, gives a little bit of a speech back, and then presents him with one of his masks. And Santos is kind of shocked. And it's it's very heartfelt. It was all it was beautiful. They're like they yeah. did some masterful, some masterful acting. But I'm sure a lot of it was real as well. Um so they did that, and it was just a very heartfelt moment. And they did one of those fast and furious um handshakes <laughs> mm-hmm. um at the end to kind of you know call a truce to whatever their little thing was. And I feel like Legato del Fantasma being such a strong, a strong example of how great Lucha can be when you give it a fair shake and treat it like it's a big deal. And that it's like sacred and they're they're like a, they're trying to be like a Spanish Imperium. Yeah. Um and I love it. I love everything about it. So I feel like it would be really cool for them to back Ray as kind of what Ray would want his son to be against um, Dom. I mean, did I say Ray and Dom? Did I say that right? Ray and Dom? Ray and Dom. Did I say that right? Um, so I, I know what you were trying to say. Yeah, Legato would be like what he would want Dom to be. Mm-hmm. And he would be going after Dom because he's just he's had enough and he's got the numbers now. Yeah. Because Zelina's there. Um and Joaquin Wilde and um I forget what the other guy changed his name to. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. But, like mm-hmm. something like De La Cruz or something. Cruz del Toro. Cruz del Toro. But you know what? It anyway. it I think it would make sense for a couple different reasons. One it gives Ray the numbers, like you said. Two, it kind of turns Legado del Fantasma face. Yes, it's subtly. subtly. It, it subtly turns them face, and I think that would kind of help uh, Santos Escobar because I think after this, if, if it was to play out that way, after this, I think it would be a perfect way to get Santos Escobar into the IC title picture. Mm. And like okay. you, and you brought up the they're kind of like a Spanish Imperium. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't I, I would really wouldn't mind seeing him versus Gunther for the IC and title. What a David versus Goliath match. And it's better that way if he's a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's writing. That's that's really good. And and he don't gotta be he don't gotta be the really over good. the top baby face. He could just be that silent baby face that's gonna kick your ass, even mm-hmm. though he's the David in the Goliath world. Very like easy Randy turn. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm still the same guy, but you're rooting for me now. Yeah, like it, it's a subtle change, but it a change it's a change that'll make sense. Definitely. I like that. I like where you're going with that. Okay. Moving on to the next match. It's not spent too much time. Mm-hmm. Let's do the women's number one contender. That's what it is. It's a number one contenders match, right? Uh, yes. The winner of the women's elimination chamber becomes number one contender for Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. I believe is the stipulation. Yeah. So the women in this match are Raquel Rodriguez. Easy call. 
Nikki Cross, easy call. Liv Morgan, easy call. Asuka, of course. The returning Natalie Nyhart. Okay. And Carmella, who seemed to have slid her way into the final the final spot above three very qualified women <laughs> that have been here. <laughs> so who's your favorite? Um who's your high spot? Cause we are, we know the big woman is Raquel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. But I count two favorites and maybe one high spot. Maybe two. Maybe two. All right. So the big woman, obviously, the muscle in the match is gonna be Raquel. The high gonna be a big showing for her. Mm. Before we before we even continue. Is this is this gonna be like a I don't win, but like one of those matches that's supposed to make me. I I think so. I I think she shows out a lot in this match. I could probably see her doing some spots where you know she tosses somebody through one of the pods, um, and the somebody she tosses through is probably going to be like a Carmella or a Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got her. This is going to be a good showing for her. She probably gets like two or three eliminations. I can see that. I the high here taking out Carmella and Natty. Yeah, yeah, Carmella, Natty, the high spot person. I'm gonna go with either Liv or Nikki Cross. Agreed. Mm. I feel like they both might do it. I feel like and they then, both might do it. So the first person I got eliminated is Carmella. Absolutely. Hmm. Second person eliminated, I'm going to go with, you're probably going to look at me funny, Nikki Cross. Understandable. Understandable. Third person eliminated, I'm going Natty. Yeah. Then it's down to the real competitors. Yeah. um, Liv, Oscar, Raquel. Liv's going to go next. So Liv will be the fourth one eliminated. You ain't even got her the final two. No, because I think this is going to be a showing for Raquel. And then Oscar's going to win. Ooh, that's a fucking. All right. So Raquel's going to beat her. So if Oscar never came back with that face paint, I was going with Raquel. If it was just regular Oscar, I was going with regular Oscar. Well, we got blue face paint, New Japan Oscar. So I'm going with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Y'all know. thought we weren't. Y'all thought we weren't ready for Oscar before. You ain't ready for Oscar now. You know what? There's a special. There's a special kind of impact a Royal Rumble appearance can have on people. Yes, because for whatever reason, it felt like it felt like when Ray came back at the Royal Rumble that year, mm-hmm. and like as a fan, you knew it was a one-off. But he looked so amazing. The way we felt about Ray, they received that. And they were like, we got to put this guy on the cover of a video game. Yeah. Because he instantly became the biggest thing. When he, like, came, when he came back with that yellow he gear. He became one of the biggest things in wrestling because it was just such a, he looked so amazing. 
it was just undeniable. Like we just forgot Rey Mysterio was the greatest luchador ever. Yeah. And he just reminded us one day and it was like, holy hell, let's give this guy some flowers. It felt like that for Oscar's return. Like not mm-hmm. quite as monumental, but like, oh, that's right. Oscar's badass. I kind of forgot that she's absolutely championship material. Mm-hmm. And that's always nice. I love the new look. I love her going edgier. I feel like it's closer to the narrative Triple H wanted for. And the minute I saw the face paint, I was like, and the black tights, because she never wore black before. You know, you but know what I think. I it saw is? the black, I was like, oh, main eventer Oscar's back. Y'all got I, a problem. I think it was one of them. It's one of them things that we've talked about like numerous times. It's the subtle. It's the little subtle things that they do writing wise. Yes. Yes. That they don't realize is going to make an impact. But as soon as like when they're writing it, they don't realize the impact it's going to make. But as soon as it's live and as soon as it happens, it's like, oh, shit, we struck gold. Yes. Yes. I I think this was one of those times. It was was like a subtle thing that they wanted to do just to remind you Mm -hmm. who she is. And then they heard the pop. They seen the look. They seen it live and in person. And it's like, oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep this going. This can't just be a one thing right here. And while we're on the topic of subtle changes and um, Japanese strong style forces, I feel like Shinsuke should come back raw after Mania. And I feel like if he digs a little deeper into that King of Strong style side. And, you know, just come with a new look that's closer to his Japan looks. Mm-hmm. The pop would be unreal. And he could have that same effect that Oscar had at the Rumble. Because mm-hmm. I think Shinsuke coming back on, like, a United States Open Challenge or um, Imperium after, a big, after the big Mania victory. Mm-hmm. And Shinsuke's music hidden would be like, oh, it, like it would be one of those things where, especially if you get the black guy that used to do violin for him, <laughs> ditch booze and just have the guy come out like it, like in the in the tuxedo with the violin, just I, I unannounced. Would, and, I would honestly say, um, and instantly main eventer. Instantly. He's, technically, he's still SmackDown, right? I think so. I would say. Raw after Mania, like you said, because if it goes the way I think it's going to go, then I really would rather see him go after the U.S. title and do something with somebody like Theory or Seth or I, I just think he'd have a better shot on Raw. The, the talent on Raw for the mid card is a little bit better. I think him and Theory would be funny. It would be like it'd be one of those things where. You could put Shinsuke over as a badass, but mm-hmm. theory could be a lot of the comic relief. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like him in the U.S. title scene, but he's going to feel so much bigger than that. Like, I would have mm-hmm. to play, a, play with some of the big boys. And then yeah. after he wins the title, give him somebody to help him elevate the status of the U.S. title. Like, um, give him give him A.J., have them run it back closer to SummerSlam. Yeah, AJ, Seth, um, Tommaso coming. If Tommaso Ooh. comes back, give yeah. him Tommaso. Yeah. 
Johnny, because then you could they could elevate themselves as the some US people he title. could do some amazing things with. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would really help them. Okay. Speaking of the United States title, let's move on to the United States title elimination chamber match. Mm-hmm. First off, do you feel slighted that they made it for the US title before we even announce who's in it? No, because we know what the main event is, and you can't really do a chamber match with that. You can't would, downgrade that. Yeah, downgrade it, 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 it would honestly feel like a downgrade if the main title at this point was in the chamber. I tell you what, though, I think the way that they're going about Roman's stories mm-hmm. and how they're changing certain pay-per-views or things you would normally see to work around that, I think it only helps the story of him being the greatest champion ever. Yeah. The fact that nobody from the bloodline showed up in the Rumble. Because if you're thinking about it logically, I would never let one of my guys go into the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Because just the thought of them winning would be catastrophic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, of course, none of the course, Sammy's not in the Rumble. Of course, the Usos are not in the Rumble. Of course, they're not. Why would I let them in there? Yeah. <laughs> so, it makes all the sense in the world. And then with this, with them making this chamber for the U.S. title, um, simply because I'm not doing a chamber match, I got to do this thing with Kevin, and that's what we're doing. So make the chamber for something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's throwing your weight around, but it's 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 like part of the story. Like that's just how big he is. Yeah. Simple. Um. So now to announce the people, it's going to be Austin Theory, the champion, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Big Boy, mm-hmm. Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. I feel like I know the high spot guy. We know our big men, or big men, if you want to count Damian. Mm-hmm. But Bronson's going to do go in there and do some amazing things. Yeah. I think it would be a great opportunity to make China Gargano or Tez. But I feel like Tez should be the high spot, and they should use the match to make Johnny, um, and then Theory can win. With Seth probably being second or third. Or do one of those things where, like, Seth takes out Johnny, and then as soon as he gets the pin, Theory... A town down and beat Seth, catches him off guard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the moment he hits three, Theory pulls Seth up, A town down for the win. Steals it. You know what? I kind of don't want it to go down that way. No? I, I really want the final two to be Theory and, and Montez Ford. Oh. I want it to be Theory and Montez Ford because I kind of want to. Yeah, like I, I don't know, dude. I've been saying it for the longest time, and you already know how nice. I feel about Montez Ford. I think this dude's going to be a world champion one day. So I really want Montez Ford to be the last guy in with Theory. I want Theory to keep the belt, but I want Montez Ford to be the last guy in. I, 
Okay, well, I, then I, I recommend they do it this way. Give half their time to eliminating everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then give the other half of that time for them to go one-on-one, in theory, to beat them clean. Because I feel like if you're going to make Tez that way, then let's spend the first half getting rid of the elimination chamber aspect. Let's go hard and heavy. Let's If it's a 20-minute match for 10 minutes, let's just have them all beat the living hell out of each other. Have yeah. Theory come out last. Mm-hmm. Have Theory come out last. And then when the dust is settled and the chaos is over, let it be Theory and Tez for 10 minutes and have Tez sell and bring it as much as he possibly can until we feel like, oh, man, he really might get away with this. And then have Theory catch him off some wild shit and well, end the match. Yeah, because I kind of want Tez to be first. I would. I, I, I can. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even want I him. I think it's better if Tez is first. I. I, w- you I can would definitely like build it that way because then theory is coming in last, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that he beats the guy that came in first and went through hell, while theory sat in the chamber. And, and I. I, kind, I, I want Seth to be in there with but him. But it'll still. Okay. I. I oh, the oh way I, start off. Yeah. The the way I see it is have Seth and Montez in there first. Yeah. And then. I'd say have have Johnny come in next, then Bronson and Bronson just like big man's everybody that's in the ring. Definitely. Then Priest come in. They do their little big man showdown, technically. And then yeah, have uh have Theory come in last, the fresh guy, and then the final two are just gonna be Montez and Theory and Theory comes out on top yeah yeah i think it's it's way better that way tez can be like a a a new workhorse you know he'll be the iron man of the chamber and theory will be coming in uh theory will be coming in fresh so it it it's one of those good asterisks yeah and 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 writing to be a little nerdy there's always little good asterisks that make it easy for both guys to get over and one of them is the last guy beating the first guy in mm-hmm. because it makes that guy look just as good like it's not bad that he lost because if he was as fresh as the other guy this could have gone a different way yeah and you always have that argument but it's not like some convoluted stuff that they picked up in the end like it's pure story it's not cutting outside the lines at all. So I like that. I like where you're going with that. All right. And with that, we have um, the final match on the card, the biggest match of Sami Zayn's career mm-hmm. in Montreal. Hometown, home Sammy country. Zayn. Sami Zayn. Not Uso, Sami no Zayn. Uso. In Montreal, mm-hmm. Canada's own. Mm-hmm. Against the tribal chief, the head of the table, the the greatest champion of our time. Man with the golden hand. We are witnessing a first ballot Hall of Famer. Roman Reigns. For all, 
for for the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Say it ain't so, Joe. No Usos. Allegedly. Maybe a solo. Who knows? And possibly some other people. Tell me where you're headed on this. What is the story going into Elimination Chamber? All right, so... They're saying that there's no Usos because of their DUI history. They can't go to Canada. But now the reports are coming out that it's just Jimmy that can't go. So the way I'm seeing this is Roman's winning no matter what. Roman's going to win. He's going to win clean. Even Sammy said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Roman's going to win. He's going to he he's gonna win without any help. Yeah, and if that's um, surprising to anybody, remember that Kevin Owens is the fiercer of the two. Mm-hmm. So you saw how that fared for him. <laughs> so I'm going with Roman to take the win here. Not gonna be solo. Paul will be there. No Jimmy. Roman wins. After the match, still just starts beating the dog crap out of Sammy. Mm. And after beating the dog crap out of him, Roman's going to try to do something where he, quote unquote, ends the Sammy Zayn problem. And Jay's going to come out and super kick Roman. And I think that's going to set up match number two at WrestleMania for Roman. I could see Roman winning clean because Solo don't really interfere. Mm -hmm. I could see Roman beating Sammy. And then after beating Sammy, you know, you gotta, you gotta beat him again in front of his wife and kids. Got to. It's cold. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Um, I gotta have Solo do some crazy shit to you. I think they do Sammy in the corner. Remember how he stopped Solo the first time? Mm-hmm. They gotta do the Sammy in the corner spot with the chair to end the Sammy Zane problem, like you said. Um, and that's when I think Jay comes out. And Jay takes Roman. Jay, I mean, Jay, uh, Jay super kicks Roman. And him and Solo might look at each other. And then Jay did. And Sammy would be able to get out of there. Maybe Kevin will come to come get Sammy out. And they'll walk him back together, the three of them. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or maybe they'll still do that Jay Solo thing. And then they'll address it on uh, on SmackDown. That's how I see it going. I see Jay showing up after Roman's trying to take it too far. He won't be there um, until he won't be there the whole show until then. Because Sammy told him he don't got to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And 
Roman's telling him to stay home and Jay still hasn't decided. So he really, I really don't think Roman would want him near him mm -hmm. at the show. And he can't openly come out and be on Sammy's side. So yeah. I think you won't see him the whole show until he saves Sammy and chooses the super kick Roman. And it don't lay Roman out, but I think it like it a knocking for a second. It, it'll be like it, it'll be like a, it stuns him. Like he'll fall, he'll be out for a second for that Jane solo look, and then when he dip out, Roman to start to wake up and hold his chin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know we take the story to Mania. Yeah. And I do think it's gonna be Sammy and Kevin with Solo and Jimmy. Yeah, because you know what? I honestly feel like at some point he's going to take the titles, like his tag titles, and either just hand them to Solo or he's just going to leave them in the ring and walk out. Oh, yeah. yeah I he's think either that could be the, the, the Friday after, after Elimination Chamber. He could come with the belts. And he's, and I think, be like, I I'm think choosing either. Roman. I'm against the bloodline. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Take the belts. I don't want them. I want you. Yeah. I want you and Mania. I, that's it. I think it's either going to be like he just take he he comes out with them on his shoulders, and he's either just going to hand them to Solo and be like, here, I want him, or he's going to just say he wants Roman. Or or why he's saying it, Jake, Jimmy could come out. And be mm -hmm. like, listen, man, don't do this. You we we chance. What are we supposed to do? You still got the belts. We still we can't, you know what I'm saying? And he hands we gotta to be Jimmy. on the same. So Jay takes the belts and gives them to Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I'm out. You give it to him. Boom. But you know what though? I think if that was to happen, when the tag match happens at Mania, Sammy and Kevin versus uh Solo and Jimmy. I could see Sammy and Kevin winning the titles. But then when it comes time for that Jay and Roman match, I could see Jimmy helping Jay. We'll see. Here's my thing, right? I could and that, see. And that like ends the bloodline. I think, I think it ends a little before that. Not in the match, but like right before the match. You think the bloodline ends before the match? I think this is what happens. I think Sammy and Kevin, I think they beat Solo and Jimmy. And I think at the end of the match, Sammy's talking to Jimmy. He's helping him up. And they have a moment where Jimmy shakes his hand. Solo shaking hands. And they just kind of break things off peacefully. Mm -hmm. And in Roman, they come back into the room. You know, whatever room they got set up for Roman and the bloodline or whatever. Um, Ahead of Roman's match. He's like, you want to tell me what the hell that was? After everything they did to this family, blah, 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 this, 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 that. And Jimmy's like, yo, man, I'm done with this. We weren't doing what we were supposed to do. 
This shit wasn't right. Jay was right. I'm out. Boom. And then he looking solo. He like, it's too solo? That's how you feel? Do you, are you with him? Solo's just... He don't say nothing because Solo don't talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he look solo, at him. You just look at Solo and Solo just... He don't even say nothing. He just walks away. He just walks away. Just out. <laughs> and Heyman is in the back making them facial expressions like... <laughs> At that moment, we can know that he has nobody going into this. Bro, it's really I, I, over. I, I so hope this is on video because then they could just see us doing the Paul Heyman reactions. Like, yes, yeah, because you know he go have like you know, <laughs> like he just does the eye cover. His face been priceless. Cover. Yeah, that could be that could be that could be where the scene ends right there. Like I just saw the walkout. Roman is like furious, and and Paul is making the the overs. And then Roman looked back at Paul real mad, and Paul was like, I don't even want to. Watch my chief. I don't know what we do. You're the wise man. You tell me what to do. Oh, no. <laughs> he just goes, I'm just an advocate. I don't know. You're right. And then, and then Michael Cole comes on. I think goes we back. just witnessed the end of the bloodline. And now Roman has to defend the titles all by himself. Next, then you know, we go from there live. Next, <laughs> all right, man. But I think that I think that takes everything. Uh, Roman stays away as champ theory. We're well, we all in agreement to theories coming out champ. Do you think theory still gets uh, Cena before we wrap it up? Mm. I really want it, you know what, just to keep the streak alive. Because they said John's had at least one match every year the last, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. This will make 21. Mm. Yeah, let it happen. It, Cena don't have to win. Just let it happen. He don't have to win at all. No. Because John already has the record for most U.S. title wins, I think. And Austin Theory can just cheat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It, so it, pl- it plays out perfectly. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and theory then, can theory can always lose the title at a next pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Theory it, it, can, it, it, it's theory. It's not gonna matter. Yeah. Theory can walk away being like, ah, I beat the new guy. I'm the new you. I'm the future. Blah blah blah. And Cena can just shake his head in the corner. God darn it. And Cena loses. You know, nobody's gonna care. <laughs> Everybody will cheer Cena afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And it, it'll be it. They'll play Cena's music so he can still get a pop. Like, oh, I lost, but hey, I'm John Cena. Exactly. And and it's Hollywood, so, you know, John's probably going to be in Mania anyway. He should be. He's he's part of Hollywood. And The Rock should be there. Where are you, Dwayne? Where are you? You better be there to help Jay. That is the only oops <laughs> I wanted that ring, helping Jay. <laughs> I wanted to come down to one final moment where Roman's about to hit him with the title and get out of here. And Rock comes in. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. Look at Jay. Jay's getting up in the corner looking at Rock. Rock's like... Does the same thing he did at the Rumble for Roman a few years ago. Get out of there. Just get out of there. Rock bottom him. Being like, I love you. And get out of there. Let family do what family gotta do. 
you know what I'm, you know what I'm just noticing right now? Maybe I'm making a bit of a leap here or a bit of a stretch, but because of what you just described, what is it with the rock and Philly? Because remember the first time rock ever did that, did that thing that you just described was for Roman at the rumble in Philly. Mm-hmm. And if rock, and if rock does that at this mania in Hollywood, that builds the next mania in Philly with Roman in Philly. Oh my God. If I get to see the rock in Philly versus Roman reigns, one of the greatest matches. Of all- oh, you're going to make oh, me one. Man, I'm going to have to fly back on home the box. This. Cause you know, we're trying to get a box to see it, man. I'm going to oh, have to fly back home goodness. for this. That would be we, one of the greatest moments of my life. We're gonna have to get one reckless. We're gonna have to get D. We're gonna have to we're gonna need reckless D RK. Yeah. We're gonna need everybody to come to Philly to see this. All right, we're, we're doing too much. We gotta wrap this thing up, man. Yeah, it's that time. Yeah, but this has been great. So, guys, thank you for tuning into this Elimination Chambers predictions episode. Next week, next week's episode is going to be the rundown of mm-hmm. what happened at the chamber. And we're going to have a special guest on that show. We'll probably announce it later in the week, but just make sure you guys stay tuned in, stay locked in, because you're not going to want to miss who this special guest is because they have a certain tie to the elimination chamber. And I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> but Like we always say, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking out this episode. You know where to reach us on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. And as always, stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.